This is going to be my new obsession. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast, an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lowry, along with... Rafael Marquez Castaneda, a.k.a. ASAP Rafi. <laughs> I almost forgot it. Jesus, what is wrong with me? So many things go through my head when you say that, and I'm going to like talk all kinds of shit, and then everything just crash burns in my head and nothing comes out except for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's nice talking to you again. It's always a pleasure to talk with you, Lisa. Oh, that sounded so sincere. It is. I just don't know how to, you know, emote via my voice. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a bang-up job. Uh, <laughs> on this episode, we will talk about Morgan Murphy and Robin Shore being on Allison's show and insults involving salad dressing, David's intruder, the trail of Robin. <laughs> my writing is awesome. But first, let's welcome our very special guest. Welcome, Whitney. Hey. Thanks for having me. And the last time you were on, I was not on the show, so I never really got to meet you before. I know you through Facebook and on Twitter. Finally, we get to like actually talk, so that's really cool. I'm glad that you've been yeah. on the show before. Me too. I We talked a little bit before recording, so you're from Georgia, which is awesome, and you were talking about your proximity to Jenna and Al. Yeah, she is not exactly close to me. She's south of Atlanta in Peachtree City. I'm northwest of Atlanta in a suburb um, near Marietta. But we are, you know, within an hour and a half of one another. So that's pretty cool. That's super And cool. we have Chicken Salad Chick here. So you're like just one Chicken Salad Chick away from running into Jenna <laughs> and Al. Yeah, it's like what the degrees of separation with Kevin Bacon or something. It's up. <laughs> yes. Chicken salad shake. Yep. It's doable. I feel like if, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like if, if there was a restaurant close to here that we would go to, but I didn't when she lived here. So that's just a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and little Rafi would be like, why don't you guys go to these places all the time? Yeah, you guys are uh, people in LA and people in Georgia need to uh, step it up. I know Megan ran into Allison like four times at the grocery store. So you guys are just what? not creeping hard enough. How do I not know about this? Okay, once my kids are... Oh, wait. I was going to say once my kids are a little bit older, I can up my stalker abilities. But you know what? They're gone at school for like seven hours. What? Are, I mean... <laughs> it's like an hour max from Orange County, right? Yeah. Well, it's an hour and a half. At that time of day. During rush hour. But I could work it. I mean, by the time Allison gets up, that's not during rush hour. So, oh, wait, now she does wake up early. Anyway. All right. Well, welcome back, Whitney. I'm glad to talk to you. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about chicken, ugh, about chicken salad chick later because I'm intrigued. For sure. For Top hearing, Yes. I need to hear about it from someone who's been there. So let's start the show off with some shout outs. I realize I didn't tell you this, Whitney, but we started off with some shout outs to anybody that you want to shout out to. So, uh, little Rafi, do you have any shout outs? I do. First of all, shout out to Kelly because I saw on Instagram that she got Allison a baby carrier and Allison was uh, showing it in the video. So shout Aww. out to Kelly. She's awesome. Hope her 
move is going well, and I know they're trying to buy a house, so hopefully that is going well. I think I had other shout-outs, but I don't remember them. If I do, I will rudely interrupt. Please do, because I'm sure I will do the same. I'll probably interrupt myself in, in mid-sentence and say, oh yeah, I forgot I need to shout-out this person. My one shout-out that I have, which, like you also said, I'll probably have more. Uh, I wanted to shout-out to Tim Carter. <laughs> uh, he is the $100 level, the highest level so far, Patreon supporter of Allison. Uh, I believe on the Thursday episode they were calling him an angel on earth or an angel from heaven or something. I may have at one point thought that his gesture maybe was coming from a different place, but I think it was genuine and true. And uh, my shout out is to the great Patreon supporter, Tim Carter. And hopefully he's listening to this episode. (laughs) You know, I never had any doubts in you, Tim. I know you're real, you're not crazy, and you're going to donate that money to her every month. Well, he might be crazy, but that's just crazy enough to work. (laughs) We're all crazy. You have a point. Okay, good. Uh, Whitney, I know I just dropped this on you, and I'm a horrible host for just saying this, but do you have any shout-outs to anybody in the world? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. This is going to be like with with Toby. He's like, guys, I'm in the bathroom, hold on. So or Whitney, this is going to be can... like with Lil Rafi where, oh, he's actually oh. sleeping. <laughs> okay, we lost her. Okay, that was weird. That was weird. It's always weird when it happens when I'm talking or you're talking because uh-huh. then it's like, how does it not happen when they're talking? <laughs> I know, that's weird. It's like a watched pot never boils. Exactly. <laughs> Whitney, you're a watched pot. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hey, sorry. Oh, that's okay. Oh. I had my like, connection like, went out. I don't know what the deal is. Oh, I was no. talking, and then you guys were like, oh, it's like when Toby was in the bathroom. <laughs> was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I, my internet thing was like, oh, it can't detect a signal. Oh, no. I'm like, oh, I know. No. Sorry. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, that's okay. This whole show is all about technical difficulties. I mean, we already started it that way before I had called you. I'm like, really? <laughs> Hold on a second. Sorry. My son needs his computer for his homework, and that's what I'm using tonight to add technical (laughs) difficulties on top of that. (laughs) Oh, I thought it was funny that Lee was like, would you call in on your cell phone? (laughs) (laughs) It sounded so bad. Oh, my gosh. I only listened to it for a second. I'm like, oh, you know what? That was going to be my other shout out to the people that listened. Next time, we're going to have to have you uh, record the show on a wax cylinder. Ooh. I Did will. you guys hear any of the shout outs that I was giving? No, no. no we, we heard nothing. <laughs> I just want to keep talking about rap music, but Lisa's like. Keep talking. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, start talking about rap music. Like, um, go ahead. And, and I'm going to leave all this in too, by the way. Go for it. <laughs> because of my inebriated state, Lisa, I don't remember what I was going to say about rap music. Oh. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. That's the best thing you've ever said about podcast? (laughs) Have you heard about this podcast called Dissect? Where this guy... So season one was Kendrick Lamar's last album. But this season is uh, Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And so he like does a whole season on each like song. And also he had like two or three uh, episodes about like 
uh, Kanye's upbringing before the album, like to you know, so you could get in the mind state that he was in. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking obsessed with it. This and is gonna so be good. my new obsession because, I mean, I'm a I'm an English teacher, so this is like close reading on steroids for rap music. So that's perfect. Yeah, I, and I'm all caught up. Like, uh, it was a get up on for Jensen Carp's podcast, and so like in a week, I like got all of season two done up until I guess he's on vacation right now. So he just put out a really short episode this week, but I think I'm going to have to start listening to the Kendrick one, even though I don't really care about that album that much just cause I need my fix, but I have too many podcasts as it is. Oh, that's super exciting. I'm going to open it in a tab right now so that I remember to listen to it later. How's it coming, Lisa? It's good. All right. So now that we have you back, Whitney, besides yes. the shout outs about the podcast that no one should listen to, Let's hear some shit. Just kidding, Robbie. <laughs> um, let's hear you always shout- made me spit out my water. <laughs> uh, let's hear your shout outs, Whitney. Uh, I have to shout out my brother, of course. What up, Jacob? We did the last episode together. And uh, also Toby, friends on Instagram. Uh, and he's super cool. So what's up? I would also like to say shout out to Jacob. I Like jokingly, I was thinking she's going to shout him out. And you did. And yes, also, he's the best. also, I I uh, see his posts on uh, Facebook every now and then. I don't know how it works, but I see them, and uh, so I like that. That's cool. So Grandpa Rappy's <laughs> figuring out Facebook. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hate it. I know. I hate it too. But I like it for the Best Friends Fancast page. It's fun. Uh, one more shout out is to all the people that listened to the whole episode last week because I realized my audio was super shitty. I don't have a computer during the week and we had to record during the day and I was doing it off of a tablet. So super shitty. And I'm using my son's computer that he takes to school with him. And he actually just texted me and needs it for homework. But I'm saying, you know what? The show must go on. (laughs) I can't call in from a tin can. So shout out to, I don't know if Lee actually made it through the whole episode, but I know people listened and I shout out to you guys and apologies. And thanks for coming back. And hopefully Tim Carter didn't listen to that episode first because it sounded really bad. <laughs> Content was great, though. Also, the editing was top-notch. It surely was. Shall we talk about Monday? Yeah. I, I guess that's why we're here. No, that's right. <laughs> we're not just going to shoot the shit about rap podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I hope I get to edit this one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like a competition. Ooh, who can leave in the most shit about each other? I'm going to be editing this week. <laughs> Anyway, okay, Monday, Morgan Murphy and Robin Shore, the host of Los Feliz podcast, and that is how I will pronounce it. I love the premise of the show. It made me think, number one, two things. Who the hell is listening to it that doesn't live in that city? And number two, I totally want to do that about my city. (laughs) What were your thoughts about this, Whitney? I haven't heard the podcast, but I like Morgan Murphy. I follow her on Twitter, and she's really funny. And um, it reminded me a little bit of uh, S-Town, the podcast. Oh, yes. You know, like a deep dive into a place, although completely different premise. Right. It's more about like cleaners and chiropractors instead of murder. Yeah. (laughs) But like, you know, kind of like hyper local and it's cool to be in a discussion about your town and what makes your town different than other towns. True. I wonder how interesting it would be to someone that doesn't live there. I realize that that area at least has some L.A. connections. 
It's got all of the filming locations and stuff like that. So people might listen for that reason. But if you're looking to get find a good podiatrist, I don't know if you're going to be listening to that podcast or if it's going to be interesting. It might be. I'm not sure. But it made me want to do one about my own city. I think that would be interesting for everybody to do one. Rafi, what about you? I had the same thought that I was like, man, I wish there was that podcast about where I live now. No, I was just thinking that that would be fun to have about your city, but... About mine, yeah, I know, because mine's also... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think the reason people would listen to this, aside from the fact that I, I just don't... I'm just hearing about Robin Shore, but uh, Morgan Murphy's funny. So aside from them being funny about their city, it's kind of like reality TV, right? Like, it's just people talking about their life. True. Okay, I'm going to have to give it a listen to see if it's something that I could listen to and enjoy. Although I listen to some podcasts or some radio shows where I'm like, I just need something on. So maybe that's not enjoying it. But I want to really like pay attention and see if I'm enjoying it or not. And total side note, I totally want to do that about my own city before somebody, some other Yahoo does. I liked how Allison said it was like about the whimsical minutiae. I actually wrote that down. Ooh, that's good. Uh the whimsical minutia of everyday life. Cause it's like a celebration of the little things. Whereas that app she talks about on the Thursday show sometimes makes you hate your neighborhood. Yes. <laughs> I don't know that app. I but... don't either. And I almost was like, I'm going to download it. And I thought, mm, yeah, uh, yeah, I probably should, but I think I will hate it more, <laughs> but that'll be, Hey, that'll be a topic on my show about my city. And I love, you know, that's the thing also that I I'm sure both of you are Seinfeld fans. I don't know if you are, Rafi, but uh, Whitney, you probably are. But the excruciating minutiae is what, what Elaine was complaining about when she went over to Reggie's. And that's what the whole show is about, is the minutiae. So I think whimsical minutiae is even more beautiful. It's like, yes, that's, that's it. Yeah, I would totally listen to it. I may even listen to it. I mean, I'm all the way in Atlanta, so it's not really relevant to me, but it just sounds interesting. And Los Feliz and San Pedro, which both of those places, that's not how you pronounce it if you live there, are two cities that are close to where I live. And when I would drive to L.A., I would see the sign for those cities and I would think, I live next to a city called San Pedro (laughs) or Los Feliz. I was just shocked that I lived. I had never heard of these cities before. And they were kind of, I think they were such rundown cities at one point that are just like pieces of crap. And I think that they've really been, you know, up and coming and all the hipsters have bought everything and made everything nice, which is lovely. So now they have a whole podcast wrapped around it. And I imagine, you know, I think wasn't even there a movie called Los Feliz or I'm not sure. It was like an independent movie. I might have seen it. I used to follow, actually, I think I still follow a Twitter account. It was a parody, but it was about a daycare center in Los Feliz. Really? And, yeah, um, they would, like, issue, like, parent notices through the Twitter. And it's completely fake. But, you know, the parent notices would be sarcastic things about, like, one of their precious children's, I don't know, not not to rag on Allison, but like peanut allergies or whatever. I know peanut allergies are, are super serious, but you know, they would, they would say something like making a, a play on the fact that the, the kids were kind of overprotected or bubble children or, or whatever. And it was a joke, but it was funny. So I'd actually heard of the city even through this joke account on Twitter. That's hilarious. So you've heard of it and you don't even live in the state. So that's kind of, right. uh, it's, 
it's gained some uh, notoriety. I think this, I don't know if, do either of them have another podcast or is this their only one? As far as I know, it's uh, Morgan's only podcast. Okay. And they are both very funny. I did feel like Morgan was more of the dominating one in the conversation. And I just kind of assumed that that's kind of how it worked. But then when Robin was on the Thursday show, it was so different that it was like, wow, we get to hear her a little bit more. But but Morgan is really funny. So I don't know which one of them were talking about the film history of Los Feliz and how they're excited about it. And, and that's, I know, I don't know, Rafi, if any of you guys have heard that that thing you do is, was filmed in my city. But film history is really important to me, too. And anything in Hollywood or L.A. is so exciting to me and knowing that that things were filmed there is exciting so that would be something i would definitely listen to and be interested in hearing colonel jeff's knowledge of birth of a nation being filmed there could my heart swoon anymore i'm like god damn it <laughs> colonel jeff can you stop talking please have you listened to his second patreon episode yet i haven't heard either of them what you know you, you claim to be in <laughs> love know. with this man <laughs> i don't know why I don't know why I I don't know why. <laughs> I've only it's like you to, have a family or children to take care of. Well, blah blah blah. But then, like I said on when I, and Jen, I love Jen. Shout out to you, Jen at Dulce CA seventeen. Jen, of course. But she always calls me out on my comments where I'm like, oh, I don't have any time to listen to any other podcasts. And then I say, oh yeah, I listen to four different Twin Peaks podcasts. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's cool. So you don't have time for any other things, but you've got time for four P- Twin Peaks podcasts. Also, uh, you keep saying that you want to rewatch season one, season two, Firewalk with me, and season three. I'm like, um, that's going to take me a year. I'm doing it. I gotta. And I just subscribed to, I think, two more Twin Peaks podcasts. Oh my god! <laughs> but I also have a. Um, of fanzine that I subscribe to. So I get it. I was reading that yesterday and then they're like, Oh, one of the writers in it is a host of another podcast that I had never listened to yet. So I'm like, okay, I got to download that one now. The old fashioned way. I was waiting for a fanzine to come in the mail and read about my twin peaks. (laughs) Uh, On that note, uh, the watching hour finally released their uh, recap of the last two episodes. So that means that hopefully Within a week or so, we're getting the interview with Lisa finally. That's what I'm motherfucking hoping for. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, I really don't care at all. <laughs> uh, I was DMing with Daniel yesterday about, oh, I asked him a question about who his favorite character is and favorite scene because I wanted to make him something for PodFest. But I didn't realize that he was going to take it like so to heart. And he was like, oh, man, I don't know. Like, and then he started going to it. He's like, oh, what's yours? And I'm like, oh, wait, it's not about me. I just wanted to know because I wanted to make him something. I feel like the more I bother him, the more he's probably like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting your episode out, I swear. So you're saying we should tweet at him. And I think I mentioned this a few. Oh, yeah. A few weeks back, I, I think I said that we should all tweet Daniel to see when your episode's coming out. And I totally forgot because that's what I do. Memorable. Well, he, the fact that he just finally got this episode out, and it's funny because every day I'll like refresh to see if the new episode is up because I want to hear what he has to say about the last two episodes. And it still didn't come out. And I kept thinking, I've offered to edit for you. <laughs> I happily just do it for you so you could just get it out there. But that sounded really shitty. Anyway, hopefully that means it'll be coming out soon because I don't know what he's doing next. And 
so he probably has a, a lull where he can just, I mean, he could just really put the whole thing out. It was all gold. <laughs> right. Yeah, stay tuned for me sounding like a maniac. So back to the film history, uh, TS on Facebook was talking about LA Podfest is going to be held at the Biltmore in LA. And he was saying that Ghostbusters was filmed there. The original one. Sorry. The original one. God, it's not like I just got my pubes. <laughs> Are you imitating Jeff? <laughs> oh my God, that's so darling. When he, I mean, that's whatever. <laughs> That's cool if you're into that. But there are many other movies that were filmed there, I looked up. So uh, Chinatown, the first iteration of A Star is Born, Splash, Bachelor Party, the hit Bachelor Party, uh, Beverly Hills Cop, Dave, True Lies, Independence Day, Heartbreakers, Blow, The Fabulous Baker Boys, Ocean's Eleven, Nutty Professor, Bugsy, and many more. So that's kind of awesome. That's where we're And you're going to stay there too, Lil Rafi? Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, you know what i'll be staying there so you can look at all these film locations um uh, lots of tv shows too like your your favorite charlie's angels was filmed there oh and real housewives of beverly hills who could forget that gem a anyway it's a filming location for a lot of places so that's really cool they have this underground pool that i sat by and i don't know if anything's been filmed there but that was really cool is that where they they uh took the picture for that pink floyd album cover Ooh, was it Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so a building literally has its own IMDb entry? Yes. Nice. Oh, you should look up your house, Lisa. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll be there. Or the circle. Oh, of course that place is going to be there. <laughs> and by the way, the old timers don't call it the circle. They call it the plaza, but I have yet to call it that. Anyway, that's hyper local, baby. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, let's get back on track because that's what I'm good at. I didn't know who said this, but being a homebody and being social at the same time, that's exactly me. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go out and do anything, but I want everyone to come over to my house. And even sometimes I don't mind. Hey, I'll be in my room while everyone's partying. I can hear it happening, but that's a little weird. I don't know. How are you guys on, on that scale? I'm a hundred percent introverted. I have to play an extrovert at work. I'm a high school English teacher, so it's pretty important that I am somewhat uh, captivating at work. I have to coerce a bunch of teenagers into doing what I want them to do and learning what I want them to learn. So by the time I get home, I'm completely exhausted and I just need home to be my place away from everything. So I don't often have people over. It's, it's a palace for dogs and uh, my husband and myself and Jacob when he comes over. That's about it. We like to keep it low key over here. I'm an, I'm a homebody myself. And I'm I'm a homebody and then I think my husband being an only child, he always wants to have tons of people always around him and I'm always like I just want to be by myself. But on the other side, I do like having people over. Like when I had everyone stay over here and we had our group recording here, it was just like I just wanted to have everybody stay over and I want to cook for everybody. And I want to like just I don't know. I just want to be like everybody's mom or something. I don't know what that is, but I just love the chaos. I always wanted like the house everyone wanted to come hang out at, but maybe that's a weird thing. I don't know. Rafi? I'm fairly introverted. And now that I've moved a little further from my friends, it's like 15, 20 more minutes. And now I literally make no effort to see them. <laughs> and I kind of feel bad about that now that I'm thinking about it. But, After a um, while, you just won't. 
Yeah. There's, that's I mean, why, that's what Facebook's for. So ugh, I know. Don't start. I know. I know. My well, my friends moved further than just a, a couple of cities away. They moved states away, and like it's a bummer. I look back on old pictures where we used to get together every single Tuesday religiously, and what a dream time that was. And then when they moved, it kind of it sucked, but you know, they needed to do what they needed to do. But now when we go to visit, I feel like we have a lot of quality time. So it's kind of like packing all those Tuesdays into a long weekend. But I don't know. I still miss the other way around. But it was, you know, it was a lot sometimes. They mentioned Froman's, which was, I think, a deli that they went to in New York. And I believe when I got you those black and white cookies, I think they may have come from Froman's. Oh, my gosh. I know. I'm like, I gotta get some real New York black and white cookies, even though, or maybe those, what? no, nope, because weren't those Entenmann's, which is also another good Seinfeld crossover. Uh, I think I, I wanted remember. to get them from Froman's, but they're out of stock, and I had to get them from Entenmann's, possibly. I don't know. Either Do they have way. a castle at Windsor? Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> You're supposed to say no, they have a... Uh, they have a, at the end of the aisle, or whatever it says. They have a display at the end of the aisle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna try to not quote Seinfeld anymore. Please, why? Why would you not because, ever do that? <laughs> at least not on this episode. We got to give people a break every now and then. Yeah, but that's not giving ourselves a break. Uh, kumquats. Okay, so I believe it was Morgan that wrote two essays of on kumquats, or first tasting them. She sounded like a strange child. See, she sounds like a strange adult. How are, where are you guys with kumquats? Kumquats is like very near and dear to my heart because I live in the city of Orange and Southern California. It's very citrus oriented. So kumquats are a huge thing. But uh, Whitney, your thoughts on kumquats? I don't believe I've ever had a kumquat. Okay. You know that elf on a shelf meme that's going around right now? No. I'm so out of touch. Do you know what I'm talking about, Raphael? No, I don't think so. I don't, I guess it's probably the clientele I hang out with every day. (laughs) But there's an elf on a shelf meme that's popular right now. And so it'll say at the top, you've heard of elf on a shelf? Well, here's, and then it'll have a picture that's like badly photoshopped on purpose. For example, um, they put Snoop Dogg in like a bowl of broth. So it's, You've heard of Elf on the Shelf? Well, here's Snoop and some soup. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, they they had Caillou on the Bayou. Like, those <laughs> silly memes. So, my husband is way into them right now. And the other day, he texted me. He made up his own meme. Ooh. And just coincidentally, it said, You've heard of Elf on the Shelf? Well, here's Hack Squat on a Kumquat. <laughs> Like what? Who are you? We have to get a divorce. I can't. I can't you have go to on. Renew your vows? Are you kidding me? So this is the second conversation I've had about kumquats in like forty-eight hours, which is really not something I foresaw in my life. But here we are. Well, here's some more. Uh, <laughs> I have one on my front porch, a kumquat tree, not a, a who squatch and a kumquat. <laughs> <laughs> what was it again? <laughs> a hack squat. It's like an exercise. 
Like a type of squat. Oh, clearly I wouldn't know what that is. Um, I do have a kumquat tree on my front porch. They're an interesting fruit. If anybody doesn't know, it's something, it's little, looks like a little mini orange, and you eat the whole thing. You eat the peel and everything and the seeds, whatever. It's super bitter and the peel is super sweet, so it's supposed to counter each other. And it's one of those things that I really want to love. And I think I just draw it from my childhood. My grandparents had one next to their pool growing up. So we would, I would be, we would be eating them or throwing them in the pool or whatever we would do. And that was just like something that like I grew up having. So now I have one. So then I thought, well, now what are we going to do with all these damn kumquats? (laughs) So I candied some over the weekend and we smoked some pork chops and we put that on the side of it, some candied kumquats. And it was delicious. So it's something that I'm, it's, it's, uh, running to my veins, literally. That's awesome. I guess I need, I, to, I probably need to bring some hack squats into my life too. <laughs> I, I don't think I could pick a kumquat out of a lineup, but now that you've described it, maybe I could, but, uh, no thoughts on kumquats. Ew. <laughs> I didn't <laughs> mean to rhyme. <laughs> It's an internal rhyme. It's great. It's a literary device. Uh, kudos to you for being an English teacher, by the way. I didn't respect English until I went to college, and I didn't realize how much I loved the English language and the construction of a sentence. I don't use it often on this show, but I really do love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, too. I'm glad that you enjoy it. A lot of times, you know, people don't. So it's nice to hear some love for the subject. I thought, you know, I went to college with all of this direction of child development and all these things. And I started loving psychology and I love learning new languages. And I had to take English to do, you know, to get my AA. And that was just what I had to do. And I then I fell in love with it. I thought, oh, my gosh, am I changing directions? Like I just but I don't know if I want to do it for a living, but I just love it. I want to learn more about it. So I think that's awesome. It's become relevant on the Thursday show like two weeks in a row now because this week they discussed the etymology of the word and Allison got it right because she has an English degree so she could parse that out and then last week there was a similar discussion I forget exactly the context two times now Allison has brought up her her Englishy side on the Thursday show it is funny because her vocabulary is so vast and she doesn't use it all the time, but then she'll bust out with some words where you remember, oh yeah, she is an English major and she knows so much more than a lot of times she kind of, I don't, I don't want want to say she dumbs it down, but you know, when you're, (laughs) you know, when you're just talking with friends, you're not trying to make them feel horrible and try and over, you know, over speak things you just, you know, I mean, she says, you know, and um a lot. And that's not trying to show off is what I'm trying to say. Right. Funny you mentioned that because I actually, I'm looking for it right now, but I have a note called Allison Words where somebody on Twitter a long time ago mentioned that there should be like an Allison word of the day. Mm. And so I, so whenever I would hear a funny word, um, I would put it into this note. I have so she said pepernoose what else do we have here purient i was like what the fuck i was like she's she's i don't want to say she's smarter than she lets on but she's fucking smart is what i'm saying and that's what i was trying to that's what i was trying to say <laughs> but it was coming out more like she dumbs it down for us idiots 
yeah. Oh, also, can you punctuate this conversation with Homer Simpson yelling nerd right now? Nerd! Done. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, both episodes, they talked about earthquakes. During, this is another hyper-local thing, but for, for starters, the Northquake, the Northquake, the Northridge earthquake is something that stands out in my mind. And I feel like, I once again, I don't know if it was Robin or Morgan talking about, I think it was Robin talking about living. She's kind of living with her friend and her, her friend's mom. And I was the exact same. I feel like we were the exact same age possibly because she said she was, I don't know. She said it was the last year of high school and she was living with her friend and her mom. And I was the exact same situation. I'm like, God, that was, I remember waking up, jumping out of bed and coming into my friend's room. I'm like, what should we do? She's like, go back to bed. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, and the next day she totally made fun of me. She's like, oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> I'm like, in my house growing up, when there was an earthquake, everybody got together and made sure everyone's okay. And then she was just like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> go back to bed. But the Northridge earthquake was huge. That was like the one where the, the freeways were collapsing on each other and every it was crazy. But I mean, we just heard, felt a little bit of shaking. And I know, I guess, according to Megan, there was an earthquake this past weekend or this past week. And I didn't feel any of that. So who knows? I'm guessing you guys don't have earthquakes where you guys live. <laughs> no, it sounds bananas to me. I think that Georgia people feel about earthquakes the way that California people probably feel about tornadoes. I think so. And I think also... Growing up in Texas, we had a tornado and we had a hurricane in the four years that I lived there. So I understood it. But also in California, it's not like you have, there's not an earthquake season. It's not every year we have this whole thing that we have to deal with. It's who knows when it's coming. <laughs> so I don't know which is scarier, the stuff that's going on right now, like the craziest shit that's going on right now on the East Coast and in the islands and every it's just mind boggling what they're dealing with right now and an earthquake here and there it's like and eh, but then you hear about the mexico earthquake it's like okay that's there are different uh variances i guess through it right now that's terrible i was thinking about this recently how in colorado we're lucky like we don't have hurricanes and we don't have uh earthquakes but we do have blizzards and tornadoes, but I feel like now this is probably just because I've grown up here, but I feel like those are the best two to have. Probably. Blizzards though, I don't know. Uh tornado, I I swear they say that they come to California, but I think I think I joked about this on the Facebook page. Literally, we had one off of like Newport Beach and people were just like, well, we're just out sunbathing still. Like there's a tornado tornado out there. It's way different than a tornado you know, in Kansas that rips up everybody's houses is way different. Also something that's hyper local here is earthquake weather. So there's a certain weather that happens and that's what everybody talks about. Oh, this is earthquake weather. And that's a thing. So I don't know if anybody from not here has heard of this, but that's a thing. No. What's it like? It's like, um, dry and hot. Sometimes like that windy, like we get Santa Ana wind. So It'll be like dry and hot and windy. And it's just kind of, uh, I, yeah, there's just like a weird something in the air. And everyone's just like, oh, it's earthquake weather. 
And every time I hear that, I have yet to have an earthquake at those times. But with the wind and everything, I don't know, maybe it upsets the fault lines. Who the hell knows? But there is a certain air, there's a certain air in the air and people are like, oh, it's earthquake weather. And then you just kind of get freaked out by it for a little while and then you forget about it. But yeah, that's the thing. I just saw videos uh, of Mexico City's earthquake on Twitter and it looked completely scary to me so and i've never been anywhere close they had we had a really minor earthquake i don't even know what it was on the richter scale or whatever but um they're super rare here and even the one that we did have i didn't even realize that it was an earthquake until i heard about it after the fact so i'm i would be intimidated by them i think it's so scary because they all feel kind of different and there's the rolling ones and then there's the jolting ones And you can, I mean, I've lived here almost my whole life and I haven't felt enough of them to be like, holy shit, it's happening. (laughs) You know, like I still get freaked out and I'm like, what am I supposed to do again? Get underneath something. Okay. I need to get underneath something that's not going to fall on me. And you do have to think about placement of things in your house. And, but still, I mean, Rafi, you've seen this shed that I have like every glass knickknack on a shelf. It's not going to hurt me, but it's all going to be trashed if there's an earthquake. Every old person that I, every estate sale I've ever been to that has like tons of like glass crap everywhere. <laughs> like we just are in denial, I think, of any of it happening. We just try to pretend to be to have emergency kits ready for this sort of thing. Like, let's have all the batteries and we have some freeze dried food and whatever but it's i know once the shit hits the fan we're gonna be like fucked (laughs) big time my first exposure to earthquakes was a saved by the bell episode Uh, (laughs) (laughs) right yeah that's that's all i've got really and it was pretty dramatic as you could imagine even if like the the house shifts for a second i think uh uh-oh here we go it's happening (laughs) and then nothing happens i do have a couple of earthquake stories Okay, they were talking about, has anyone been driving during earthquake? I have. I was driving to work, and there was an earthquake, apparently. I didn't feel it, but I got off to get gas, and there was a news person there, and they were interviewing everyone about the earthquake, and they came up to me, and they said, oh, were you, did you feel the earthquake? And I said, no. And they said, oh, and they kept interviewing me. (laughs) Like, why are you interviewing me about something I didn't even feel? I'm just trying to get gas and try to get to work, man. I would love to see that footage because I literally looked at the camera. I'm like, no. And I looked at the cameraman I'm like, okay, cool. Great footage. The other one is I was getting a tattoo and I there was an earthquake. And luckily I had a good tattoo artist that literally like lifted his hand up so quick. And we looked at each other like, holy shit, <laughs> that just happened. That was weird. My third one is... Uh, the, probably the last big one that happened here my husband was out of town and my kids were gone and I thought well this is a good time for a good vacation so I took a couple of Vicodin and I'm relaxing a little and then the earthquake hit and I didn't know if it was the Vicodin kicking in or if it was the earthquake <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. awesome that's like my favorite story from ARIYMBF is Daniel's pot cookie story yes. I could listen to it a hundred times in a row. That's a great story. <laughs> it really is. And then when Colonel Jeff did like that, f- that whole sound thing to it, it was even better. It's like we're getting inside of Daniel's head again. All right. Now I'm going to switch gears to something more, L- even more LA is the Hills. 
and the stage reading of The Hills and why I have not heard of this and why I never got to see this. I am so mad. Did either of you watch The Hills, Whitney? No, I didn't. Rafi? My sister watched it, and that means I watched it a little. So yes and is the answer. it's... <laughs> okay, first of all, the theme song is a fucking banger. That better be on this episode. <laughs> and then... A banger? <laughs> and then... Uh, fuck. Damn it, Lisa. I can't think straight. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. The show is stupid. <laughs> uh, I... Definitely was obsessed with watching The Hills with watch. It was my foray into The Housewives, but my foray into The Hills was Laguna Beach, which Allison mentioned. And the only reason why I even watched that, and I know I've mentioned this before, is when I was a nanny, I was a nanny in Laguna Beach. And the kids that I watched, they went to the high school where all the kids from the show were at. Like, so Lauren, whatever her name is, Conrad... She was in, I think, eighth grade, or eighth grade. Oh my God. She was, a, I think, a senior or a junior or something. So, in the kids that I watched yearbook, Lauren Conrad's pictures in there. So, I would take them to school and I would see like the other kids from the cast in it. So, that was kind of, it wasn't really a big show at the time, but then starting to watch it, I was like, well, I kind of want to see what all these idiots are up to. <laughs> And then I was hooked. And then, of course, The Hills came after that because Lauren moved on to L.A. And then that's when I started, of course, The Housewives and everything else. But a stage reading of these things with all of these, like Janine Garofalo and all these people, it sounds hilarious. Because the show is ridiculous. And I would watch it and I would just shake my head like, this is ridiculous. And I'm wasting my time watching it. But but am I? Or am I just enriching myself? We all have that one reality show that is a complete guilty pleasure. Or maybe not even a guilty pleasure, just a pleasure. It's guilty. What What's yours? Uh, right now, I'm really into The Great British Bake Off on Netflix, which is adorable. Actually, Jenna and Al got me into that. I feel like that would not be very guilty. Not I, guilty? No, because all of the baking shows that I... Or, or the cooking shows that I've watched that are reality-based, I don't feel like they're so frivolous and and super shitty <laughs> like like the other reality shows I, I feel like there's at least content there there is drama but there's a little bit more content i think so kudos to you well i was once obsessed with uh a certain season of real world i don't remember now what number it was and it was so many years ago i don't know if i can remember the characters names but that was my jam for a while what was the city uh houston i believed was it houston or dallas yeah, I think I Lisa? watched the first or second of those, but I don't, I kind of tuned out. It was a little too MTV for me, but the first couple, I was yeah. totally into it. And that was, I mean, that was the beginning of reality TV. That was just, wow, we get to see how these people live, all these people from different places. And then it just became everyone's having sex in a hot tub. And then The Bachelor was born. I hate that show. I think I saw the very first we had some friend that had his girlfriend was really into it. So we'd all get together and play cards and she had to watch the bachelor. So it would be on in the background and I would, I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. And I was like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> I can't get into it. Complete. And bachelorette is not any better. I mean, it's all just terrible. I hate the shows. I've watched the, the parodies of it, the burn in love or whatever it's called. That's pretty funny. But then after a while you're like, yeah, we get it. 
you're making fun of it and that's it <laughs> we're good yeah i've seen i think all of season one of burning love and then i was like there's a season two i was like why like we got it right there was one there was a spinoff of the housewives i don't know if you saw that one hot the hot wives of vegas or something i think there might have been two cities and it was really funny but then after a while i was like all right we get it actually that one could probably go on a little longer but still it's funny when they make fun of certain people because every city has a different speaking of that have you seen any of the the housewives of atlanta whitney i actually haven't although jacob is obsessed so really yeah he loves them (laughs) that's a pretty good that's a pretty good one one time he was at a gas station and uh, Nini pulled up right next to him and he texted me like flipping his shit. But <laughs> I was like, that's cool. That is cool. One that's of the all I got. Real Housewives of Orange County, the, the daughter of Vicky, she lived in my city. So she, I think it was two times I've seen her out. Actually, someone from Laguna Hills. Somebody from Laguna Hills was in my city at a halfway house <laughs> and I didn't know it until later, but we saw him at a coffee shop and they were filming him and Lauren were, and then we saw the show and I'm like, Holy shit. He's staying at the halfway house. that's right in our city. <laughs> that's crazy. But yeah, the daughter was living in some house in orange. So she went to a couple of different restaurants. So my friends and I would be out and we're like, Oh my God, there's whatever her name is. <laughs> so we try to like secretly take pictures of her, which is I'm sure really secret. So, Back to back to what we we're actually talking about. Uh, Morgan's shoe size is twelve. Uh, what the fuck? <laughs> First of all, Lisa, before you pass judgment, Sorry. would you like to tell us your shoe size? That's what I was gonna say. My feet are already huge, so I was like, when she talked about having big feet, I'm like, oh, here she goes. She's gonna try it out her size tens because mine are size ten. That's huge. That's a men's size eight. I'm a size ten. She's a size fucking twelve. But thanks, Coffee, um, for the call out. <laughs> <laughs> We're in great company because I wear a 10 as well. No way. <laughs> yeah, except my running shoes are an 11 because, you, you know, your feet swell when you run distance. So you have to buy up. So my running shoes are gargantuan. I can't imagine a 12. Having to buy men's shoes instead of women's is like, oh, what a bummer. Totally. I didn't think about the, obviously, I'm a runner. <laughs> I didn't know about that. I knew about my, when I was pregnant, my feet swole. So my feet actually did grow. I used to be like nine and a half ish, nine to nine and a half. And then it's 10, like a solid 10 now. Just dang. I could lie and say I was a nine. Okay. I was more like a nine and a half and it's, it, they just grew to size 10 and they just stay there. There's no way I can squeeze into a nine and a half anymore. Heck no. My friend wears a six and a half. It was just her birthday recently and she got a pair of shoes. I was looking at the shoe box like, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Are those shoes in there? They're so small. Six and a half. A six and a half. Like, she's an adult. I just can't believe She doesn't just tip over when she walks. (laughs) I can't figure it out. Uh, I think my friend wears that too and I think she can buy clothes in the kids section and probably shoes. I always joke that I look like a capital letter L when I'm standing because my feet are so long. She's like a lowercase L with the serif on the bottom. She's like, <laughs> there's nothing. God, I feel like I'm more like a V wearing shoes. A B wearing shoes. <laughs> a B wearing clown shoes. Okay. Shall we talk about the Thursday episode? 
Sure. All right. We were her little deviled eggs, which is a nice farty carb. Deviled eggs is probably one of the more delicious way to eat eggs. And the more unhealthy version, of course. That's probably why I like it. Where do you where do you guys stand on deviled eggs? I'm hardcore pro egg in every available food. They are nature's perfect food alone and the addition of eggs on every dish is pleasant. I like eggs on burgers. I had egg on pizza when I was in Sweden and it was amazing. I had an egg on breakfast pizza here and it was amazing. Oh, so good. Rafi? I think deviled eggs are one of the worst preparations of eggs. (laughs) But otherwise, I enjoy eggs. Sorry to all the vegan folk out there. Well, I have to say, after raising chickens, and I do see what they go through, but if they're not, number one, I housed them very nicely, so they weren't caged in crappy circumstances, but they, they literally look like they're a lady giving birth every single time. Like they make noise. They're going a little bit nuts and that's every single day, but we didn't have a rooster. So they weren't going to eat the egg. It was just going to go rot. So then we got the egg. So I think that's fine. There was no uh, animal cruelty here. Keep yeah. telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> the only animal cruelty was the, were the bugs that they ate. They ate so many bugs in our, in our yard that it was like, we never have to use pesticides. We just had the chickens. And our spiders and our lizards and wasps. They take care of all of our bugs now that we don't have chickens. Okay, this is a total side note. And I meant to say this during shout outs, even though this isn't a shout out. Oh, my God. I We are now, we've rescued some new pets this week. And we are the proud owners of hundreds of bees. We have an apiary. I'm oh so my fucking God. excited. <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guess uh, we're not going to have to stay at your house next time for the recording, then. Por que no? Are you allergic, (laughs) for starters? No, but who invites hundreds of bees just straight into the backyard? Come on in. Read it. Next, you're going to tell me that you're eating the honey and that you're going to make mead. Oh, God. I forgot about the mead aspect. Well, first of all, my husband's going to love that I share this, but he does make beeswax candles. That's in his spare time, besides leatherworking and combing his mustache. But uh, bees are... Well, okay. He was also (laughs) a member of the Bee Association. (laughs) For a little while, so they would go to meetings and you learn about a lot of stuff. But so there's so much that goes into raising bees and collecting honey and the beeswax and all the stuff that it's a lot of money and time and learning. So there's this company in our city called Backyard Bees and they sell honey and all kinds of products at every farmer's market or whatever. But they will, when they rescue beehives, you can call them if you have a beehive and you don't want it in your yard, which a lot of people don't. And a lot of people, you should just exterminate them. So now this company will come in and take the hive and take it to somebody's house that wants to take care of them. And that's what we signed up for. 
And you get 10% of the honey and beeswax when it's all taken in. And then you don't have to buy any of the equipment or have a bee- anything. So we were, the only thing we were worried about is bringing it into our backyard and having the neighbors freak out. So we're like, oh, it's fine. We just won't tell anybody. We'll just put it on the side of the house. So the lady came over and said, oh, yeah, you have a great yard for it. It's perfect, whatever. We'll let you know when we have a rescue. So then she call- she calls and says, okay, we- we're going to go rescue a hive tomorrow. We'll- can you, ha- you know, can you take it in? Sure. So she, they, her and her boyfriend show up in full bee suits to our house. <laughs> All the ladies love it. <laughs> Mike's looking, my husband is like looking out the window and he's like, oh, fuck, they're in their bee suits. I guess there's no hiding for getting bees. So maybe your neighbors just think you're into some kinky stuff. They probably already do think that. But yeah, I, they're like, well, well. The Lowry's just got some bee suit people coming to visit them. No big deal. Um, so, yeah. So now we have, we only got one hive and hopefully they, they like our house and they stay. Apparently they might leave. But for now we have a beehive and I'm really excited about it. Okay. First of all, Backyard Bees sounds like a porn parody of the bee movie, which I, <laughs> I don't want to see that, but I'm kind of curious. <laughs> and i forgot the second thing i was gonna say or maybe uh what was the song from last week no rain the bee girl oh yeah blind melons bee girl video yeah so anyways yeah i will probably name them no, i'm just kidding yeah so we've got bees but really who rescued who <laughs> <laughs> oh that was a real side note but anyway i'm excited i'm into it I don't know if you guys know about the whole bee thing, but it's it's a it's an epidemic or what's the word? It's pandemic. Mm, yeah. It's <laughs> Wait, very, no. It's a very serious situation. These bees and people aren't really knowing about it or epidemic. Epidemic. Is that what I said? I don't know. I, can't I don't even to, remember anymore. I can't wait to edit this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's bad. Bees are very are a huge necessity for us to live, and places that don't have bees anymore have to hand pollinate to get fruit and vegetables, and uh, we don't want that. It's a bad thing. Hand pollinate, you say? Oh fuck! You were going back to your fanfic or your porn or whatever the fuck you're into. <laughs> okay. Yes, I think we should move on. Yeah, let's do that. Okay sunscreen i realize it's something i'm supposed to wear every single day and i don't it's probably in my makeup do either of you do that wear sunscreen religiously and the fact that the dermatologist was like oh hell no you're not you're not going out without it that um i scared my tattoos every day and like you i assume it's in my makeup but i'm not religious about putting it on my face but we really should be number one for cancer but like for real uh lines and wrinkles <laughs> And barnacles of aging. And barnacles of aging. I love how Colonel Jeff is like, oh, thank God there's a worse word than wart. <laughs> Barnacle <laughs> of aging. Oh. It I sounds like a character of SpongeBob. It totally Or does. like a place to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. We got to come up with something for that. Maybe Jay Inslee needs to come up with some sort of meme for Barnacle of aging. Please do that. So last week, Toby brought up the fact that Allison teased a ranch insult and never got to it. And I had forgotten. I didn't hear that. It was not in my notes. Rafi, you said you didn't hear her say that. I re-listened. I was like, holy shit. 
She says it right off the bat. So I think I tweeted to her and then I'm guessing Toby did, or I don't know if it was just the one tweet, but it reminded her to talk about her, her 90s ranch insult and, or possibly not an insult. What did you guys think about, did you think it was an insult or not the way that they said this about the ranch? Whitney? Yeah, I think she was throwing shade. I say this as a teacher of teenage girls. It was shade. Totally. I mean, I'm not going to pass judgment yet. Rafi? (laughs) You know, I actually thought that too. I hate ranch. (laughs) (laughs) A dog agreed. (laughs) Oh, that should have been a show. Um, (laughs) um, I agree that I think the girl was throwing shade and then when she was like what does that mean she was like oh she was like trying to get out of it by complimenting her but uh i don't think we should burst allison's bubble if she doesn't already know i don't think that it was definitely not a compliment and it was definitely someone being rude and it's good that she's not friends with this person anymore because that was kind of a shitty thing to say uh number one i remember when ranch first became like a thing And that was around that time where it was trendy to put it on everything. And now I feel like it's gone from trendy to embarrassing where if I order ranch for anything, I'm like, can I have a side of ranch with that or whatever? I'm like, or if they already offer, I'm like, what do I look like? I'm going to eat ranch. (laughs) Like I already get insulted. And I know it's a derogatory to say white trash, but it ranch is very white trash, but it tastes delicious. It just, it went from being trendy to embarrassing but I think for her to say like, oh, yeah, my favorite is ranch. And for her to friend to say, oh, that's of course you would order that. That's trendy. That's a shitty thing to say. Yeah. Shitty friend. And I want her to ask her other her other friend. Number one, I'm thinking about this from 20 years ago <laughs> and I'm talking about on my show. What did you think she meant by what she said? <laughs> Let's go around. Favorite, favorite dressing. Whitney? Uh, I'm going to go ranch. I don't like a lot of it. I'm a dressing minimalist, but I, if I'm going to put something on a salad, it's going to be a small amount of ranch. And then you can just serve it with all the rest of the white trash foods like yes. Mountain Dew. <laughs> Actually, I hate Mountain Dew, but it's super it redneck. Mountain Dew and like Cheetos. <laughs> but ranch yeah, is super- delicious. It's just I've gone to the point where I'm embarrassed to ask for it, but I'm like, I like to dip my french fries in ranch and... I will, depending on what salad it is, I will order ranch on it. But my favorite is even grosser. And it's what Robin's favorite is, is Thousand Island. And every time I order that, my husband's like, what are you, fucking 90? (laughs) Yes, you know me. I like old people food. But I also like, I'll I'll do a blue cheese once in a while. And the champagne vinaigrette is pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, Thousand, I think, is probably my favorite. Rafi? Um, I don't eat salads. I mean, I don't. And uh, well, you don't have any salad do, eat dressing, so what I get, kind of dressing do you dip your fries into? But when I when I do get a salad, very sparing amount as well. I like. I would probably get honey mustard, just because oh. I don't know. I don't like ranch. Um, I do like like a vinaigrette, but also again, I just need like so little of it. I don't mind eating just like a, a bowl full of leaves. So that brings me to the next thing. They went to Maestro's, which every time she says she goes to Orange County to eat, I'm like, damn it. Why wasn't I just happened to be at that restaurant that you were at? Maestro's, by the way, I've never been to. There's two of them, so I don't know which one she went to. But Daniel's Caesar salad debacle. I just recently, just last week, ordered a Caesar salad, which is another one of my favorite salads. It's got 
it's delicious, but they forgot to put dressing on it at all. And I was eating it and I didn't really realize it. But I, I told my husband, I said, I think they forgot the dressing, but it's kind of good without it. So a bowl of leaves, it's not so bad with a little crouton and Parmesan. Yeah. About that, Mastro's was where they went on a very early date, I believe. Um, because I think he asked her, like, what's your favorite restaurant or whatever? And she said, was it Mastro's? Or am I thinking of another I think place it, now? I think Fuck. it might be. I just remember that he was like, oh, man, this is a girl who loves a nice steak, but she meant the seafood one in Orange County. Is that is that Mastro's? Somebody fact check me. I don't have facts don't matter, as we know. <laughs> well, there's one in Costa Mesa and there's one in Newport, so it might be that one. I think that's what it was, and it's on my list of places to go uh, for, like, when I'm out there visiting Megan or whatever, so we get to go have a nice meal. But Just, um, just visiting Megan. <laughs> this was back... <laughs> when I put it on the list, this was back when the only person I knew out there was I think was it was Megan. the anti-Lisa list. It was just like a Lisa with a line crossed through it. Well, see, I was going to take Megan to the steak one because that's where Allison went. And then me and you could go to the seafood one because that's the one Allison actually likes. Oh, Megan, cover your ears. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, we should go there. I, I actually looked it up. I'm like, ooh, that looks kind of awesome. I like a good steakhouse. And I know you do too, and your friends don't don't appreciate it as much as you do. Yeah, I was actually uh, looking at my favorite fancy steakhouse over here, and I was like, just looking at the menu, I was like, fuck, I got to go back. <laughs> so hopefully soon we'll be at my favorite place out here. Or maybe you'll visit Megan sometime, and you can go to Maestro. Maestro's? <laughs> I'm never going to be allowed in there ever. I'd be the one that was like, why aren't there scallops in my potatoes? Okay, did you guys know that that was a joke by Daniel? Or were, were you like the way... Or maybe, I think it's just the fact that she was a waitress. Like, you can't offend anyone. And you just have to be very... Right, you have to be just straight. But see, maybe that's why I would never be a good waitress or server or whatever you're supposed to be called. I would just be... I would be like, yeah, some people do do that or whatever. I'd probably be more sarcastic. I, I don't think I would just be like straight and to the point. But, of course, working for that place, you probably have to not have a very much of a sense of humor. I hate to bring this up, but back in the old days, Matt Fondelier said that he used to work at a restaurant and some lady ordered uh, Pico de Gaga and he repeated it back to her. All right, so side of Pico de Gaga. And so I was thinking about that (laughs) because I, I feel like... This lady didn't want to offend, but I feel like you get to a point with dealing with like so many people and other like fucking finicky orders or whatever that you just like get fed up. So I think maybe that's what happened. She's just beaten down. She lost her sense of humor. Oh, yeah, that could be it. No, she sounded like a turd. (laughs) (laughs) And sea bass gives you food poisoning. So who knew? So David Huntsberger's scary intruder wake up call story was... It's funny that last week he was like, yeah, my story about the color-headed cunt. That was not the major story. This was the major story. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds so fucking scary. Being woken up by that and just, well, you get kind of desensitized. Like he says, he, you know, he goes running and there's helicopters circling and then there's people, gun, you know, the cops with their guns drawn and it's just, you just keep jogging and everything's business as usual. But I mean, that's uh, pretty scary to be woken up with people circling your house and trying to bust into your, basically checking the doors and everything is like, Oh my God. And I hate that cops don't tell him what's going on. Hey, we're trying to catch someone stay inside or whatever. Yeah. I think I would lose my shit. It sounded like 
how the start of a post-apocalyptic movie would go. Yes. Yes. I was frightened by this story because I don't want to wake up to fucking cops outside of my home. Um, they are fortunate that none of them, you know, were perceived intruders themselves. Like, right. If there's a fucking guy jiggling my doorknob, oh, I'm not going to be like, oh, clearly that's a cop. I'm going to be like, who the fuck is that? And I'm yeah, getting a machete from Mr. under the... Who do you think is Mr. Marbles? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, uh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Seinfeld always brings the show down. So, yesterday... The little girl that I watch, we went for a little walk around the corner and this helicopter comes around and it started circling my next door neighbor's house a little bit. And then it kind of like widened its berth a little bit and, and was circling around the two, our two streets and she's pointing up. She's like plane. I'm like, no, it's a helicopter, but yay. <laughs> and we're just kind of like talking about it. I'm going for a walk. And the more I started thinking, I thought, well, they're circling for a reason. They're not just taking in the atmosphere. So maybe we should head back home. And you know my street, Rafi. It's not. It's pretty quiet. But we get the helicopter circling a lot of times. There was one time, there's two times, actually, where they did the loudspeaker where they said, lock your doors, stay inside, close your windows. And I'm like, holy shit, what's happening? But they never tell you. You can go online and there's, like, no, no report. There's nothing. Just... You got your shit scared out of you, and that's about it. Oh, my husband was taking the trash out one night, and one thing was, like, circling forever. And he got the light shown, like, shown down on him while he's walking. He's like, motherfucker, I'm just trying to take the trash out. And I feel like a criminal in my own backyard. It's scary. The whole thing is scary. Yeah, that sounds completely foreign to any of my experiences. I don't know what I would do. I would I would be beside myself, I'm sure. I remember we don't get a lot of helicopters over here in the suburbs. <laughs> And Rafi, you know my neighborhood. Would you picture that happening ever? You know. So yes. There's, well, we're, there's we're, crime in every neighborhood, Lisa. Very, don't kid yourself. This is very true. I don't know if you saw what I posted like a week and a half ago. Oh my fucking god! I forgot about that. I was like, I was like, well, I read the Facebook updates, and I was like, well, I get the gist, so it's pointless for me to text you and be like, are you okay? Because you already said you were. So I was like, I'll just get the full scoop when we record, and I fucking forgot. <laughs> So this car comes into our cul-de-sac and kind of like pulls in very quickly and pulls right next to my husband's truck that's parked on the street. And I was like, oh, here's another person coming to ask me to buy my car because that happens all the time. And this is how they roll up. They roll up quick because they're like, we just need to hit all of these streets and get the cars. Anyway, so I'm like, oh, this person's going to whatever. So then I saw his taillight go on. I'm like, are you clicking your like key fob to lock the thing? He said, no. So then I look and I see the guy's like arm in his truck. I'm like, he's in your truck right now. <laughs> like the guy just pulled up next to your truck and got into it. I'm like, he's in your truck. He's like, no, he's not. I'm like, yes, he's in your truck right now. So he gets up and like clicks his thing to like make the alarm chirp. And the guy got in his car and like the, they pulled away. So we run outside and he's, my husband's so smart about this because I never think about this, but he like memorizes the license plate first that's what he looks at he doesn't look at anything else he's just like license plate and i'm like fumbling with my phone to try and take pictures so luckily like between the two of us he got the license plate i got pictures of it i was like holy shit like that just happened right in front of her like we're just sitting there watching this guy get into his truck and start like rummaging through it like holy shit anyway so we call the cops of course 
we can't really identify them. And if we say like, oh, it's this car, but who knows who's in, in it? Like you can't pinpoint the person that owns the car. It could be stolen or the guy could say, oh, I wasn't driving my car or whatever. So apparently it was some like known gang member that lives in our city. So that's all we know so far. And that's about it. But it's just like, holy shit. Like that just happened in at like 1 p.m. just in the middle of the day. Just roll up next to his truck and just hop in and start stealing stuff out of it. That is crazy. But fortunately, I've seen some pictures of your daughter uh, handling the 22 out there on the range. So they should uh, try to stay away from your house, I think. No kidding. That, that was the first thing because I'm like, well, we have a lot of guns, but I don't have any guns by the front door. And what are we going to go guns blazing outside and just start shooting? Like a wild west. You're going to shoot up Mike's truck. Like- yeah. I would shoot myself in the foot or something if I tried. But then I started thinking, you know, these people are trying to rummage for what spare change or who knows what's in somebody's car maybe a credit card who knows what they what kind of weapons they have on their person <laughs> like okay i don't know I, I he was just hoping he thought oh, i wish i wouldn't have clicked the thing and we could have gone out and actually seen them or taken a picture of them or videoed the whole thing but then that's putting yourself in danger of more things and it was just literally a half hour before the neighbor across the street was outside doing something in his garage the next door neighbor was outside with his dogs and we were all like chatting for a minute and then we kind of went in and we're doing our own thing and came back out and I was like, holy shit, that just happened. That was weird. Anyway, so that was our excitement. That was last Friday. And I was like, wow, this neighborhood's going to pot, man. <laughs> I'm already a freak about locking things just because of things that have happened to me in the past. But then I let things slide sometimes where I'll leave the front windows open or whatever. And it's like very easy for someone to come in. And a lot of times I'm home by myself. So hopefully nobody's listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that reminds me, did they break the window or were the windows down? No. Okay, so here's the thing. He doesn't remember if he left it unlocked or he's hoping they didn't have one of those remotes that mm-hmm. they have now. But he thinks when he got home, he just had his hands full and just left it unlocked because we were sitting, he was sitting right in the front room. So he's probably like, eh, I'm sitting right here. I mean, I could see my truck. What's going to happen? <laughs> so okay, luckily, so nothing happened. So me and Rachel were talking about this and I said... See, Rachel, that's why you got to lock everything. And she's like, um, they broke my window and stole my car stereo. So Aww. I'd rather have them open the door and steal the car stereo. True. I was like, God, I was like, no, fuck that. You have insurance. They can fix the window. So I, we should make that a poll. Would you, leave, would you rather have your car unlocked so they can take whatever they want easily? Or would you rather have a broken window or two and have to pay for the windows? And your stolen shit. I feel like Rachel has a point. Uh, I usually have nothing in my car to steal, but then they would have to break the window <laughs> they don't and know find that. that out. And that's yeah. I, dealing with broken glass. Ugh, that and having to pay for it is two big strikes. I don't know. I used to leave my car keys in the ignition in our neighborhood because I was just like, eh, I'm right here. I'll be leaving soon. So I'm just going to you know- leave it in there. <laughs> It drives me crazy when in a movie they flip down the visor and that's where the keys are. But actually, that seems like a move you would do, Lisa. <laughs> no, I always have to have my bullshit keychains, like Twin Peaks bullshit. Like, it would be too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, yeah, that's made us a very... There's so much action going on in our cul-de-sac right now because we have new people that just moved in. And then our next-door neighbors are putting in a pool. 
and there's construction going on in another house. There's only eight houses on her street and it's like three thing, three, four houses, something's going on where there's all kinds of cars that who knows if they're supposed to be there or not. And so then this happens and it's like, now everyone is suspicious. Like some guy, I don't know if I would say some poor guy because he might have been up to no good, but he came tearing into our cul-de-sac yesterday and he starts taking pictures of our neighbor's house that just moved in, taking pictures of everything. So my husband's like, what the fuck's this guy doing? So he goes over, he's like, hey, what are you doing? And the guy didn't turn around. He just kept taking pictures. And he just said, I'm just taking pictures. And he says, for what? What are you doing? He's like, why don't you ask your neighbors? And he's, so my husband took out his camera and started taking pictures of the guy's license plate. And the guy got all mad, like, what are you doing? And he was like, I'm just taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was like this whole thing. And I'm like, well, maybe they really wanted him to take pictures, but it's good that you took pictures of his thing. That and that's where it should have ended. But then the guy started getting all aggressive and yelling at him and telling him to fuck off. And my husband told him to go suck a dick <laughs> and to get out <laughs> and to leave. And then the guy went and sat in his car and was hanging out. And then my husband went over again like a few minutes later. He's like, What are you still doing here? I thought you I told you to go suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> great so now we have two people we have to worry about in this neighborhood besides my husband yeah. <laughs> you know those those other people are right now telling their families about yes. your husband this guy that's told exactly me go what, suck it in that's exactly Who what was he told me? i just coming in here doing a job he said like, i said well, what if they wanted him them to come take pictures of their boat and their <laughs> by the way our new neighbors have a boat and like a trailer and two giant brand new trucks and it's ridiculous and so this guy's taking pictures. He said, well, maybe maybe it's for insurance. He's like, well, he should have said that. I said, well, it's their business, not yours. But I understand, you know, but to get to that point, it's like, let's not push the, you know, who knows what this guy's going to come back and do anyway. Man, this you whole know, show this should just be called Digression. Like, I was going to say this should be called the real, real Housewives of Orange County because this uh, drama is Amen. Thick. Last year, that's what my Halloween costume was. I went with curlers and a housecoat. I was a real housewife of Orange County. <laughs> and very Peggy Bundy-esque. Oh, God. It, I, my dream is to be her for Halloween. I just need to have get in shape to be her. Because <laughs> uh, to wear those pants and that top, let me tell you. She definitely likes ranch dressing. Oh, my God, on everything. On she probably has ranch soup. <laughs> You'd have to be a uh, oh shit, damn it! I was gonna try and slip a line in. Hold on. Oh yeah, you have to be a real dope on a rope to not to not like ranch dressing or Peggy Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how Megan wants it to be used. I know. <laughs> I was like, how can I slip this in somewhere? <laughs> Oh, God. I was like, where's this going? Is this a movie line? <laughs> and then that's what came out. Even better. Some. What was your follow-up, Rafi? Did you tweet back? Oh, I said, uh, as long as I don't have to stop saying um, all that in a dime sack. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, I only say that because it's a biggie lyric. But, of course. Enough right. about rap. Never <laughs> enough about rap. Enough, of, enough about your ball sack. All right. So, Sklarch. <laughs> is that what David Hunsberg kept saying? Sklarch or Slarch? Slarch? <laughs> I don't know what he was saying. Is there anything else that either of you want to talk about before we talk about JMOs? 
Well, they had that crazy story about accidentally smoking crack. Oh, my God. I totally passed my note there because I'm like, (laughs) this is a sentence that you would never hear coming out of Leanne Ward's mouth. I accidentally smoked crack the other day. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's only a certain few people that could probably say that. Uh, Yes. What did you have to say about that? Oh, I, I don't identify with that at all, but I, I thought it would be funny. To, I pictured Jenna and Al sitting there at the Thursday gang <laughs> yes. table, just like, yeah, yep, yep, uh-huh. Yeah, I almost did too, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to say, I did accidentally smoke cocaine once, <laughs> uh, which I guess might be the same thing, but not really. And they were talking about what's the word for it. And it's Cocoa Puff. I think that's the word they were trying to come up with when you lace marijuana with cocaine or what, what's the difference between crack and cocaine? I probably don't want to know. I'm sure Rocky will know. <laughs> <laughs> so you cook one to make it into a rock. Oh, so it's basically the same thing. You know, is dough the same as bread? I would say no. Um. <laughs> God, is there anything more to talk about? That was like deep, man. (laughs) Okay, well, you got me there. Yeah. Have you ever accidentally smoked crack, Rafi? Or on purpose? I'm still laughing. Hold on. I've never done any drugs accidentally, only unpurposely. But <laughs> I also knew it was Cocoa Puffs and was literally yelling that. And also <laughs> the previous time that he mentioned this story. Yes. Uh, I really think is dough the same thing as bread is like a Jaden <laughs> Smith tweet waiting to happen. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to hear this episode. <laughs> Is that my next shirt idea? <laughs> in like a whimsical font, like uh, on Instagram, I could put that on a shirt. Yeah, I think you I'll should. <laughs> That's too good. You're going to really enjoy this episode, Rafi. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> All right. I think we should talk about Jamus. But first, we already talked about LA Podfest. I hope everyone out there listening is going to LA Podfest. I can't wait to see everybody that we saw last year and new people it's weeks away. I'm so excited. I do hope they do the, the one day pass for people that are only going one day because paying that much for three days or for one day is ridiculous. But, uh, I can kind of see why they wouldn't. I know Rafi and I were talking about it before because they had special pricing the earlier that you bought it. And if they were to open up one day passes, it'd be kind of an F you to all the people that got in first but that being said, I want Ray and Megan to be there. So let's get those one day passes, uh, shall we? And Sunday at noon, uh, we're all going to be a disaster by the time we're at Allison's show. <laughs> That's like, oh, I thought we were going to be leaving by then, but okay. Yeah, uh, fortunately, they finally announced the time. I know we were all waiting for that announcement, but 
Yeah, I don't know. We're how is your sobriety going up until Podfest? Because I I know I actually told you I wasn't gonna drink at all, but I was like, I can't do it. I gotta have a cheat day. And so I just was wondering, how are you doing, Lisa? I felt bad about this because I realized you did it in solidarity with me. And I said, well, I'm going to just have the last time I proclaimed, well, I have to do, you know, weekends or whatever, especially my husband's birthday this month. And then I was like, oh, shit, Oktoberfest. And then I thought, oh, it's me and the weekends. Okay, I need the weekends. Okay. But then what happens when you drink a little bit on the weekends, and I haven't been getting drunk, I'll have like a couple glasses of wine. But what happens is you kind of forget that you're not drinking. And then Monday rolls around and it's 4pm. You're like, Oh, I'll have that glass of wine. I'm like, damn it. I totally forgot. I'm not supposed to be drinking. So you're telling me I could have been drinking this whole time. I'm an asshole. (laughs) You should slam $10 down and yell you're out of the contest. I really should because I'm who's the first person out Kramer. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And loving every minute of it. <laughs> also, maybe you are the Kramer. Trice and I know how you can be with race relations. Ooh, hey, that's Michael Richards. <laughs> that's not race relations. He is our resident race <laughs> yeah, relation. Let's not, not slander the good name of Cosmo Kramer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, he can't help who he is in real life. Um. <laughs> Patreon supporter. I guess we're going to be doing a live stream at some point. This have we done one this month yet, or is that early in the month? I can't remember. Um, I feel like they've been kind of creeping towards the later part of the month. Okay, I can't remember if we did one this month. Has been so freaking long. It's like, okay, can we just get to October already? I just want to go to Ellie Podfest and hang out with all these people. Uh, also, if there was an Allison Rosen religion started. I'm sure that we would all be going to that church. And I think it'd be called the best friends fan cast. Cause it already started. Uh, honestly, what would it be called if there was an Allison Rosen religion? Any ideas? Uh, Rosenism. Hmm. That's pretty good. Rosenism. Rosenism. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's talk Jesus about James. Edit, edit me out of this show completely. No, that's staying in. And, my son needs his computer. I told him by 8 o'clock, and it's 8 right now. So I'm like, okay, let's do JMOs. All right. Lil Rafi, did you pick a JMO this week? No, I did not. All right. That's easy. Whitney, did you pick a <laughs> JMO this week? <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked the JMO from Wendy, who said, I always fear I'll look suspicious if I look directly at the surveillance camera. That because it inspired etymology chat. Hashtag etymology chat. I think we need to drop for it okay i think we need more than that i wrote it down they joked about etymology podcast i fucking want that to happen i would love to you would be the best at this but i would love to have a i would listen to a podcast about this yeah there's actually a podcast by helen zaltzman and i forget what it's called jacob is screaming at the podcast right now because he's the one that told me about it (laughs) And I did listen to like the first several episodes and then I eventually quit because I didn't have enough time. Uh, she's the one who does the Answer Me This podcast, but she has oh. one oh, called The Illusionist with an A, The Illusionist. And she goes into word etymology. It's like a 15 or 20 minute episode, maybe once a week, if I recall correctly. And I don't really remember why I quit listening other than just having too many podcasts to listen to. But it was really well done. So you should check it out. I'm totally going to. I 
realized, and I even thought about that. I thought, well, it probably won't go longer than 15 or 20 minutes, which would be great for the host uh, and also for the listeners. Like, okay, I learned what hairy eyeball meant. Uh, it's the whole thing. I'm totally going to listen to that. That sounds really interesting. But in the spirit of the JMO, uh, I don't fear that I'll look suspicious if I look into a surveillance camera. So not me. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Wendy. I don't either, but I do avoid. No. What do I do? When I see a camera that's on or facing me, I do get kind of weirded out. Like, okay, don't do anything suspicious. Like that, I kind of start acting weird or different, but. I don't look straight at it and think, oh, they're going to think I'm doing something wrong or whatever because I'm looking at it. I try not to look at it. And I think a lot of them are fake, but Rafi? Uh, no, I used to think it was weird um, looking at myself, but now I don't even care. I just want to get in there, get my crap and leave. And stare at yourself the whole time. You're like, hey, hey, you. <laughs> So I love that Allison finally read the non-JMO riot act on this episode. I think it was Thursdays. Um, I thought it was Monday. Oh, Monday. But... Sorry, you're was, right. Yeah, it, Monday. It was Mondays, and it's something we've talked about at great length on here about the fact that it's not an observation. It's a just me or everyone. There's a difference, and I thought that she should maybe have a different segment of, hey, like the Seinfeld <laughs> observational, whatever. I don't know what she could call it. That that would be a very long segment name. But this led to James Leroy Wilson's uh, JMO, which she said maybe was a little bit not 100% a JMO. But I do want to give him a shout out because he's now our resident sassy serial killer. (laughs) So he's got a new name. He gets a new name every single time he gets a JMO read. (laughs) And I think he's pretty excited about saying, I love James Leroy Wilson, which that should be a drop. Maybe we'll try and clip that out. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I have been a big complainer about this segment of the show. I mean, she said it wasn't that JMO-y, but she still read it. So, I mean, she's acknowledged the problem, but is she going to fix it? Oh, very good. Also, sorry, James. I, I, I actually don't recall ever having a problem with one of his JMOs. No, I think his was fine, too. other people. You're right. Uh, I shout out a JMO to- that I submitted years ago and i thought it got disrespected really what was it jmo it wasn't disrespected by you guys allison read it but it was like on a monday show i think and mm, i think never good. and it was just like and eh, like a nothing and i was like no this is a good question <laughs> <laughs> i don't remember how i phrased it but but okay right, so I'll you know how oh, okay go <laughs> I'll make it quick. You know how you're at like a soft serve ice cream machine. Let's say there's like vanilla and chocolate and you can either choose vanilla or chocolate or the one in the middle that spins them together. Even if I have a preference for one flavor over the other, I always get the one where the flavors are combined because the combination makes me appreciate the flavor that I prefer more. Oh, I like that. That's a great, that's a great JMO. Is it a JMO? I think or it, I don't a, know. Or is it just <laughs> or is it just philosophy, man? <laughs> <laughs> but I think I mean, does everybody do that? No. If you think about it, I, people are going to pick the the one that they want. They're not going to say, "Well, I'm going to pick them both because then I'm going to appreciate that." I think that's a good JMO, Rafi. I think you should resend it. Yep. Um, I resent one of mine 
and she read it, I think. So you should try it again. Good call. Do it. Also, Shira sent in, she re- resents having to use emojis, and I feel like you, just like Allison, you need to embrace it. it. At a certain point, you use them ironically, and then it becomes, you kind of need it for the tone, and then you use it as jokes, and it's funny. But Allison said her friend, or someone met her in person and said, oh, you're a lot less smiley in person. What do you think about <laughs> beating her in person, Rafi? Well, to be fair, when I met her, she was like on the job, essentially. So I was going to say she's just as pleasant as she is on the show, but she was kind of working for the show. So but I'm talking about like when tell. you're ta- like, okay, like her hugs. Remember people talked about, she's even mentioned people <laughs> talked about her hugs are very noncommittal. And even just every time I've been in her presence where it's just, me, you know, her and I talking. Sorry, just she and I. No, wait. <laughs> Damn it. Now there's someone that speaks English on here. And I'm going to second guess everything I say. <laughs> Sorry, Rafi. <laughs> <laughs> so if we're just standing in a room, I feel like I have really gotten the sense that she doesn't like me. And I don't know if that's my own insecurities, <laughs> but I really feel like she doesn't like me. And. <laughs> But then she'll, you know, when she sends me direct messages sometimes, if we're talking about something, she's, you know, she's really friendly and and nice. And then when she's on the live stream, she, you know, talking about, oh, yeah, I, I owe you a, a message and blah, blah, blah. Like, she's, like, really friendly. But then when you're in person, she's just, hi. Hi there. <laughs> and I And the hugs are, like, half hugs. And I just feel like, I don't know if she likes me or not or if that's just how she is. So maybe that's just how she is. Or maybe I'm a creep. <laughs> well, we'll get to see in about uh, three weeks or so, two weeks. What is it now? Yeah, and maybe this time I'll remember to get a picture taken with her. Maybe that's why. Because every time I'm just <laughs> clamoring to get my picture taken with Colonel Jeff and forget to get pictures with her. <laughs> Whoops. All right. Anyway, I'm curious if anybody else feels that way. Megan, you've been around her many times. It's not that she's mean. I just feel like I don't know if I'm just like totally off-putting. You don't need to comment, Rafi. And I just, I'm curious. Like, I don't know if I'm too much. I don't know. But anyway, it's not her. It's me. I think that's a good place to end it. What do you guys think? Yeah. All right. (laughs) You got to let your son do that homework, right? That's right. It's 810. And he's like, I just want to do my homework, mom. Thanks a lot. All right. If you want to be a part of the show, email bffancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bffancast. Follow me at jmos and bffs. Will Rafi, where can we find you? At RMC Guitars on Twitter and the Facebook group. And Whitney, where can we find you? I'm at Whitney Neal, N-E-I-L, on Twitter, except I have to lock it down during the school year. So just send me a request. And I'm also at Whitney.Chandler on Instagram. All right. Thank you so much for being on. It was very nice talking to you. I hope you'll be on more often. I definitely will. And I'll lock the dogs up. Yeah, they're part of the show. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for having me on. Anytime. And Brittany, I love you. Thank you and good night.
I don't think I could pick a kumquat out of a lineup. 